Welcome to the Go Podcast. Go aspires to engage the local church in global missions. We seek to share mission stories that encourage, edify, and equip other Christians in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ at home and abroad. This podcast is a part of Liberty Bible Church Global Ministry. Your hosts for Go are Cami Sandner, a missions partner with Liberty, and joining her is Kevin Cram, pastor of global engagement at Liberty Bible Church. Welcome back to Go. I'm Kevin, and with me, as always, is Cami. And today we're taking a look at what it means to let go. It can mean a lot of things letting go of time, money, even family. And letting go is certainly a theme when we're thinking about the missionary experience. When we talk about individuals answering the call to serve cross culturally, rarely do we think about the extended networks of friends and families they are leaving behind and the joys and challenges that they carry of supporting a missionary from afar. So today we're going to be looking into that side of the missionary experience, the side of the home front, the family letting go, sending their loved one into the world to serve Christ. So Cami, who are we going to be talking to today? Today we have the pleasure of talking to Dave and Ruth Awesoma. They are the parents of Catherine, who is a missionary serving in Central Asia. And as you may recall, Catherine was one of our missions partners that we interviewed in a podcast just a few weeks ago. So it's a great privilege to welcome her parents to the show. Dave and Ruth, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for inviting us here. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about your family story and specifically in what ways has missions been a part of your journey so far? Um, Yes. Growing up, we had a lot of missionaries in our home and um, we're exposed to that a lot. Um, My brother is actually a missionary. Um, He served um, in the Philippines and now he's headed over to an area in Central Asia as well, um, teaching seminary. And so very excited for him. Um, And as far as our own children, we had um, exposed them to missionaries at church and um, different organizations they were um, part of, like uh, WANAs, uh, pioneer clubs here at Liberty, um, really allowed them to um, mix with missionaries and see how they live and, and um, different international experiences there. Okay, Ruth. Part of our answer we didn't practice. I'm just going to talk about this a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, of our four kids, um, we really wanted them to be safe in the hands, in the arms of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We wanted them to know Jesus personally, and I think, you know, for all the parents listening, um, that's really, um, I would think, our best hope for these precious gifts that um, God gives us, our Father, to take care of for a while. Um, Yeah, I think that's, between the two of us, that was kind of our our mindset right from Mm -hmm. the very beginning. Yeah. So when you first learned of Catherine's desire to go overseas, like... How did you respond? How did you react initially to that that news when you came to that realization? Well, she was really nice about it. She kind of <laughs> brought it on gradually, but she in college was at um, Purdue, and she was part of an organization that was very international, and then she was involved in a church that had a very strong um, mission sense um, with this great prayer room, and she was just engaged with that. So um, we knew that was you know going on, and that was a good thing, and so um, when she started started talking about it, we were ready. We were ready um, for it. Um, yeah, you always wonder, are you sure this is what you want to do? And, <laughs> and it's not bad to ask those questions, sure. I think. Um, you know, she 
graduated with her degree and she's able to, um, she has a skill set um, because of that. But however God wants her to use that skill set, we have to be open-handed in letting her do that. And um, so our initial reaction, I don't think, was totally sh- shocked. She kind of walked us into it. Yeah. Because, okay, <laughs> yeah. it was surprising. Okay, here's Catherine at Purdue University. She's studying agriculture. She's working on um, um, genetic degree in agriculture. At the same moment, she's going to this wonderful youth um, organization uh, group, and we get to um, go to a special event there. And it's a speaker that runs an international mission. So that was kind of should have been our first clue that she was thinking (laughs) about missions. and he spoke, and it just spoke to us as parents, as well as we saw it speaking to her about abiding in, in Christ. And a part of abiding in Christ is letting things go um, here on earth. And um, children are one of those things that we aren't meant to hold on to forever. Right. So as much as we think we do, um, you know, we don't. It's amazing how God prepares us for that kind of news, mm-hmm. too, because he's kind and, and gracious in that way as well. Right, right. So at that same moment, Catherine's really growing spiritually uh, right. th- through this group and through this church um, mm-hmm. friendship and experience. So that yeah. was interesting to that's, me. That's great. Yeah. I know when I went to go serve in Costa Rica, my parents had quite a few reservations, we'll just say, and I was only gone for a very short set period of time, whereas in Catherine will be gone for much longer. So what has been the most sobering or challenging aspect of you guys having Catherine away like that? Um, You know, I think there are the realities that she's going to miss certain life experiences here. Mm -hmm. And you have to acknowledge that we're going to miss pieces of her um, growing and and experiences over there. And um, she's going to miss family events and reunions and different things over here. Um, so I think acknowledging that and accepting it and talking through it with her, um, has been good since she's been home for a while. That's been really helpful for both of us. Um, I also have to say technology has been wonderful right. in many, many ways. I went overseas when I was in college back in the dark ages <laughs> and, <laughs> and my plane got delayed and, um, and no one in the world knew where I was. And people were trying to fax each other. And faxes don't go through and they don't go to the right spot. There's no cell phones. So nowadays you pick up your phone and on WhatsApp. We know, we know we're available emotionally really, for each other. That's really crazy how clear it is. Uh-huh. Uh, the phone will ring almost faster than it does when I'm calling a friend in Illinois. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of scary. So, so the challenging part, there's offsets to it that we can always remind ourselves we're available to each other to talk and see each other face-to-face. We can see what she's experiencing over there, too. But, okay, so the other point is we just can't be there with her, and she yeah. can't be with us. So that is, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's hard. It's in, I think back to, like, the a century ago, or even, like, 25 years ago, like you are saying, or, or 50 years ago, when the... The picture, I don't know, it's probably an exaggerated picture, but they talked about in the ni- uh, 19th century when missionaries would go off, they would pack all their belongings, Get belongings on a boat. in a coffin. They would pack their belongings oh, in no. a coffin, expecting <laughs> that they were leaving and they weren't coming back. You know, and now it's just completely different. Like you can go someplace, and, and if and, something were to happen, and she needed to jump on a plane, right? Exactly. That's there's there, there. Mm-hmm. You had those options, mm-hmm. whereas previously, like 
going becoming a missionary was really a complete break from your old life, and now you don't ha- quite have that this time. And that has some advantages. Obviously, mm-hmm. it kind of offsets the, some of those struggles, but I th- also think it has some disadvantages mm-hmm. because when you go over as a missionary, it used to be that you were going and you were literally – um, becoming a new person in a different culture. You cut where, ties. Exactly. And like now you can kind of have one foot in your old life and one foot in your new life. And mm-hmm. that can also cause some challenges for, for people. Yeah. So what are some other, th- what are, how about some things that you would share to others that uh, maybe parents or siblings, family members who have loved ones who are thinking of serving cross-culturally, what kind of advice would you give them as they are going and letting go through that process. Okay, a couple questions there. Sure. Okay. Um, I have in my mind uh, prayer. And um, when I think I first started thinking about this question, um, I thought about my grandparents, uh, Neil and Laverne. They challenged my, my cousins to think about full-time service to the Lord. Mm. And, okay, I did not. My cousins did not. But that prayer to our father in heaven was still in his mind. And I'm confident that prayer, their prayer request did not go away when my grandparents passed away. Mm. So sometimes I'm kind of thinking, Oh, I, Catherine is actually the first one to make a, um, a full-time commitment. So I wonder, okay, was this an answer to that prayer? And I don't want to put too much pressure on Catherine by saying, you know, <laughs> you've know, you got to keep going because of this, but, um, I picked up a prayer card out of my car, um, and I'm really going. I want to go on this theme of parents and grandparents. Pray for pray for your kids. Um, we're part of a small group, and Kevin, actually, you kind of helped start one of these small groups that we're part of here. Um, so hats off to you on on that. Well, thanks. But, um, this small group meets uh, every couple of weeks, every two weeks, maybe. We write prayer requests to each other. And this one got lost in my car. All right? So I found it. It's probably a year old. Um, it was a prayer request uh, from a father um, talking about his kids. And um, I kind of forgot about this prayer request, but our Father in Heaven did not uh, when it was prayed and when I prayed as well. And pray for our, pray for our kids, right? Uh, first that they come to know the Lord mm-hmm. and then... Lord, what can you do with them? And just like my grandparents, it will not hurt to uh, pray these big prayers uh, of service for our family members and our friends. So, yeah, okay. that, that's good advice. How about you, Ruth? What are some kind of things that you think that you would tell a family member or a friend? Um, just from your heart, you had someone like, you were, take you out to coffee and be like, hey, I heard your daughter went to serve cross culturally. What, what would you tell that person, that mother? Um, do a lot of listening. I think you have to listen a lot, listen to their heart. Um, you know, check things out. Um, you want them to be safe. You want, you know, you love them. This is your baby, but you also have open hands. And I think that, um, I'd encourage them to, you know, if, if you're holding on to stuff to, to just start, start opening, let loose a little bit and, um, realize, um, God can do amazing things in ways that you don't know or see. And if we're trying to control things um, parentally, um, that can hinder, I think, the Lord's work and the availability that our children um, have to serve Him. 
um, and their attitudes, I think, are shaped by that. Of course. So yeah. we need to make sure we're encouraging, encouraging in that. Yeah, definitely. I wanted to take a look at the positive side of this experience for you guys, and what are you excited about with Catherine's ministry, and where exactly have you been able to just kind of come alongside her and serve with her, pray with her through this journey? One aspect is we get to go on a trip next summer. <laughs> it's always exciting. <laughs> a little vacation week planned so we can go see her. Um, but I'm, hmm. yeah. I think the, you know, the positive side is she has grown leaps and bounds. And, and spiritually, for sure, but um, in independence, mm. um, in, in just know-how, it's quite amazing how much she's traveled and made arrangements on her own and done things that I don't know how to do. And that's really an exciting thing for me, the safety that she sees. She, you know, she's taking care of things. We're, we're checking. She's taking care of things, but she's really grown in, um, in that. And then also um, relationally. She's grown. I think we've, uh, you know, we've connected in a way that wouldn't have happened if she lived down the street. Mm. Um, we've been able to, you know, we're both trusting in God, and we're both, um, I think, expectant um, in what He's going to do through this experience, and that allows us to connect um, with each other as well. Right. That's good. That's beautifully put. She's part of a team. There's, depending on um, 15 to 20 um, people have gone to this uh, capital city. Mm -hmm. I know we can't say the name, but um, <laughs> it's a beautiful area. Um, it's a beautiful team. It's a, okay, so it's a beautiful team. And that is so encouraging to see these, these hearts that are um, breaking new ground. And literally, this is breaking new ground. There are... Um, Catherine has these uh, stats. You know, you can walk on the street for an hour and only meet one Christian. You know, mm. You're passing thousands and thousands and thousands of people. They do not have an opportunity to even talk to a Christian, let alone, you know, yeah. They, so these this team is breaking ground, and um, that's exciting. And I'm so <laughs> grateful that uh, Catherine is is uh, join that team. Yeah. And the language study is going well for her. So it seems like when we talk to her, um, you know, there are hard times where she calls home and it's a lot of, you know, heaviness because that's a reality. It'd be a reality here as well, just different kind of realities. But, um, you know, that language study, all those things, you know, God is blessing and, and moving in her and in the team around her. So that's, that's quite positive. You know, I want to encourage you guys and just, you know, I don't know how many people have told you, um, but Catherine is who she is today because the Lord worked for you guys in her life. And so the things that she's doing on the field and the faith that she's exhibiting and the the ways that the Spirit and, and that Jesus is using her is in part a testimony um, to the investment that you guys made over you know, two decades or plus in her life. And so just praise God for that. And mm -hmm. just thank you guys mm -hmm. for what you did. And thank you so much guys for being here and sharing with us today. It was, it was great. Mm, you're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for letting us uh, speak. <laughs> yeah. 
So before we wrap up the episode, we like to end with a note of personal reflection. It's just a time for us to kind of respond um, to the conversation, to talk about how we're going to lean into prayer this week. So can you tell us a little bit about how um, you are going to take this conversation with us through the week? Well, I think the biggest takeaway is learning to let go, which is something I do not do well. I love to be in control, <laughs> which is very rare. But just, you know, knowing that your family is there, your church is there, Jesus is there, and you just have a hand to hold, you have those stepping stones, you have that foundation that'll take you where you need to go. But it's very hard trying to look at the big picture. But when you stop and you focus on the minute details and just getting through that, it's it's a lot easier to let go because it's not quite so big overall. Yeah, that's good. I think about how in our culture, particularly in American culture, we are so individualistic. We think that my life is my right. business, but really there is a there is a family and there's a in the best sense of the word, a tribe that is surrounded people that go overseas. And um, we should be remembering that this is a ministry for everyone that's involved in that. So I just uh, take that with me as well as we go um, throughout this week. Thank you for tuning in and listening. We aspire to give you real-life stories and experiences to help you in your current phase of life. Next week, we're continuing this series of the missionary experience, and we're going to be talking to about the core of what it means to live and ministry cross-culturally, so don't miss it. And remember to go and make your life a mission.